The Hoosiers officially have a top 10 recruiting class in men's basketball. Final rankings were announced over the weekend. Indiana finishes not just one of the best recruiting classes in the conference, but in the country. We'll look at that. Also, a new recruit that Indiana offered in the 2023 class, as well as an update on Dexter Dennis, the transfer, a football transfer from Alabama, and we'll also touch on Victor Oladipo and his opponent in the Eastern Conference Finals. So much to cover in today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Locked on Hoosiers. Hope you guys are doing great on this Monday, May 16th. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude, coming to you with the one and only daily podcast covering the Indiana Hoosiers, whether it's basketball, football, soccer, whatever uh, sport it is, pro or college, we have you guys covered as always, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers literally anywhere. We're free and available, uh, specifically over at YouTube, where we premiere the episodes there daily at 7 a.m. Join in on that conversation and that community over there that is growing very, very rapidly. Don't miss out on that. As you guys heard during the intro, a lot to talk about today, so we're going to keep uh, all this short and sweet. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to us at. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We are at LO underscore Hoosiers for the Locked On Hoosiers account. You can follow me at Jacob Rude as well. We're diving right into this one because there's a number of things to catch up on over the weekend. One of the most exciting, though, the Hoosiers officially will have a top 10 2022 recruiting class. Uh, 247 Sports finalized their rankings for the class of 2022 uh, late last week, um, heading into the weekend. The Hoosiers have the number eight class in 2022. They did not move. Uh, They are the number two class in the Big Ten. Ohio State actually jumped quite a bit to move over top of them. They will have the top class in the Big Ten, Illinois, Michigan, just below Indiana. A couple notes about Indiana's class. Um, There are only eight programs in the entire country that have multiple five-star recruits. IU is one of them this season. Duke, Arkansas, Bama, Kansas, Texas, IU, UCLA and Kentucky. I had to scroll down to uh, see Kentucky. You just hate, hate to see them come in with the number 15 class. Hate to see it. Uh, But those are the only programs with multiple five-star recruits this year. On that note, Indiana, uh, for just the second time since 2023, will have two top 35 recruits in the class 20, or excuse me, 2013, uh, that recruiting class had Noah Vonley and Troy Williams, two Hoosiers who had vastly different experiences in Bloomington. Vonley could not get out of there quick enough. Troy Williams blossomed into a key, key contributor for a Sweet 16 and Big Ten championship team. So uh, 
Um, rankings aren't always everything, obviously, as uh, we all know. As I said, Hoosiers come in eighth overall. Duke has the number one class. Arkansas has a number two class. Six commits, and they're all uh, five stars or four stars. Then you have Bama, Kansas, Texas, Ohio State, USC, and IU. When it comes to the Big Ten, it's Ohio State, then IU. Uh, Ohio State marginally ahead of Indiana. They have five commits. Uh, four of them are four stars, one three-star. Indiana has four commits, two five-stars, a four-star, and a three-star. The four-star being CJ Gunn, or excuse me, um, Caleb Banks out of Georgia. The three-star being CJ Gunn out of Lawrence North in Indianapolis. Uh, as I said, Illinois right below them. Uh, then Michigan, Penn State, shockingly, um, they have five commitments. Four of them are three stars and one four-star recruit. Purdue, again, hate to see them so low in the rankings. Uh, Nebraska, Michigan State, surprisingly low in the rankings as well. Minnesota, Iowa, Rutgers, Northwestern, Maryland, and Wisconsin. Those last three, Northwestern, Maryland, and Wisconsin, only have one recruit each, and they're all three-star recruits. So, um Interesting to see those teams rounding it out at the bottom, but this is a big win for Indiana. Uh, we've talked a lot about this 2022 class, Jalen Hood, Shafino, Malik Renault, and Banks and Gunn that we mentioned. Jalen Hood, Shafino has been a known quantity for Indiana fans for much longer than Malik Renault. I would encourage you guys, if you don't, um, or if you haven't already, head on over to, to Peeg's 247's IU site. They did a, an article on Malik Renault's recruitment to Indiana um, using appearances from Kenya Hunter and Mike Woodson on podcasts recently. Um, it was nice to see it all put together, but it obviously came together quite quickly, qu quite abruptly, and Indiana seals the deal very, very quickly on that one, and in a lot of ways, changes the dynamic about this program moving forward because there was already a lot of optimism heading into this offseason. Uh, landing a five-star recruit like that takes it up another notch, and there's a buzz around the program that's going to continue through the offseason, especially as active as they've been in this offseason, which included another um, offer over the weekend they offered 2023 wing Jamie Kaiser, not as heralded of a prospect, uh, but we will certainly talk about him, why Indiana is recruiting him, and who they're going up against here in one moment. First, though, guys, imagine dipping your fingers into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting, then opening your eyes and realizing that was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. This is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs. Perfect timing. I just ran out of Built Bars. Guys, I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now, and we can't promise that they'll be available tomorrow. So get them today at Built.com. If you haven't tried out the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret. because that's We're friends here. That's what friends do. Chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. Make everybody or every day your birthday with Built's Birthday Cake Puffs. 
Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake, uh, enrobed it in 100% white chocolate, added sprinkles, and still, it's only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, 9 grams of sugar. This limited time flavor is an amazing option. If you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently. So head on over to Built.com to get birthday cake puffs now. Once you're over there, once you get them added to your cart, use that promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Make sure to go check out Locked On NBA Big Board host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin giving a fans an in-depth look into the NBA with mock drafts, player rankings, and obviously big boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Busy week for them, I'm sure. Uh, as the NBA Draft Combine kicks off today, obviously we're going to give you all the coverage of Trace uh, throughout the week, whether it's his measurements, his drills, his performance and scrimmages, whatever it may be, we will have you guys covered this week. The Hoosiers uh, and Mike Woodson have offered another recruit in the 2023 class, a recurring trend for uh, for them this uh, summer, this spring and summer. This one, IU is off for Jamie Kaiser. He is a 6-6 wing who is known for his shooting ability. He has or <clears throat> excuse me, he has offers from Virginia, Wisconsin, IU, and Virginia Tech. Those are the only real main kind of power five, power six schools in basketball. There are a, a lot of mid-majors after him, though. He has a lot of offers from mid-majors. He was a multi-sport athlete. He had power five offers to play football. But this spring, he decided he was focusing on basketball. Despite that, a little bit of a surprise, but um, because of that, he has had a big breakout spring. So while he's not in the 2023 rankings yet, this huge spring, this wave of offers that have come in, IU and Virginia both offered over the weekend. Uh, obviously, people will jump in on this, and I'm sure there's going to be more offers and more people trying to um, get on the inside of this. But because of that, when the 2023 rankings are updated, it's expected he's going to be among those. But so right now, not in the top like 150, uh, but he will be. Once the rankings are updated, he will be. Still probably not going to be super high up on it, uh, but they are the 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 low rated recruits can be hidden gems at times. I guess is the best way to say it. Victor Oladipo, will she here? Always the example I think of. Neither of those specifically or particularly were high-rated recruits, and both had really, really good careers in Bloomington and Oladipo in the NBA as well. Adam Finkelstein of Two Four Seven Sports had this as kind of a um, scouting report on uh, Kaiser. "Quote: Kaiser is a big-bodied wing with legitimate guard skills. He combines power." shot making and a very high motor to make a clear impact every time out. He's a weapon from behind the three point line and needs almost no separation to get off his pull up 
also willing to take smaller defenders into the post. <clears throat> the focus here is pretty clear that Indiana needs shooting and they need size on the wing. Kaiser 6'6 and known for his shooting. That checks off multiple boxes. Obviously, it's a little more than that. They're not just looking for, hey, can we find a 6'6 guy that is a shooter and just throw an offer his way? He obviously has had a really big spring. He's broken out. Uh, but this is interesting because IU is offering, continuing to offer guys in this 2023 class. They already have Cups. They already have Ja'Kai Newton. They've offered KJ Evans. They've offered um, Xavier Booker. And there's a number of other names that they have offered that are similar. Um, They're just casting a really wide net when it's unclear exactly how many spots they're going to have open. I know it's projecting a little bit. You would assume if Trace comes back, he's leaving uh, after next season. Race Thompson, Xavier Johnson, that's three spots. Miller Cops, four spots. So that would make um, a couple spots the Hoosiers can recruit. You typically got to kind of factor in a transfer here or there. So you're looking at four or five spots. So while they do have two people committed, it makes sense that there's um, there's potentially a number more targets that they're going after. So I'm not sure how many they're going to land on, uh, but certainly are looking for I mean, they, they're bringing in four guys this uh, recruiting class, 2022. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's looking at four or five more uh, in 2023 because there are going to be a number of scholarships open just sheerly through through guys running out of eligibility. Um, so those are guys and those are scholarships you can 100% count on having. And just from Trace technically has two more years available, would be stunned. If we get him one more year, Thank you. I'd be stunned if it was two more years. So if you assume that Trace has got one more year at most, uh, you're looking at potentially Trace, Xavier, Race, Miller, Cop. That's four alone right there. You're almost guaranteed to have a scholarship for. So be interesting to see how many IU is going after, but it makes sense that there are so many recruits in this 2023 class. They're giving offers to Kaiser, the latest among them. One person who is not going to be taking up a scholarship in the future is Dexter Dennis. The transfer from Wichita State made his announcement of where he's going. It is not IU. We will tell you where he is going to land here in just a moment. First, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs. Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Dexter Dennis was probably the player in the transfer portal IU was going hardest after. Uh, they had him on campus for a visit. It was a extended um, deliberating process for Dennis, but he announces on um, Friday evening, early evening, he is committed to Texas A&M. He will not be a Hoosier next season. We talked about him. He is a superb defensive player. 
has passed uh, success shooting threes. It's been quite a while. It was his freshman season uh, that he shot his best, and it's declined every year since. I think it might be a little bit of good news because it was going to be a little bit awkward if Trace Jackson Davis returned and the Hoosiers would have been out of scholarships. Right now they have one open scholarship, and if Trace returns, that's it. So it was going to put IU in a tricky, an enviable situation where everybody loves that phrase at IU, the the creening. Somebody was going to have to be forced out. And that's always really awkward, especially there's a May 1st deadline that you can make your transfer and not have to sit out a year. That had passed. Somebody was going to have to transfer and sit out a year. It would have been not ideal. So in some ways, I think this is probably a good thing. Um, Dexter Dennis would have been a, a superb player to have on the team, though. He would fit. He would have fit the need for a wing defender, and if you can get him shooting back closer to his freshman year, you have a really, really good player. Uh, and he would have plugged a hole that the Hoosiers had last season. But um, maybe not the worst thing. We'll see how things play out. Potentially, they could still have that scholarship open and maybe be late players in the transfer portal or just keep it open for a midseason transfer. It's hard to say, but um, they might have a little wiggle room depending on Trace Jackson Davis's decision still. On the football field, a transfer that is coming to IU, Brylan Lanier, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, a transfer from Alabama, a defensive back. Now, uh, that sounds really great on paper. And IU landing a transfer from Alabama. He was a walk-on at Alabama. So in 2021, he signs with Georgia State, decides, actually, I would rather walk on at Alabama than play for Georgia State. So he walks on at Bama, did not play last season. Uh, He practiced with the team and decided he was going to transfer and try to find a permanent landing spot. Former Indiana strength coach, current Alabama strength coach, Dave Ballou, gave an endorsement to him about IU. Uh, And shout out to him for that one because it piqued Lanier's interest. And he started looking up tape on IU and their defense. Really liked what they did. Uh, Was in contact with the staff. They talked about him having great length. And that's something they wanted to add to the secondary, to the cornerback room, I guess. Um, But ultimately, it was just IU and Vautech as the only two Power Fives chasing him. A number of mid-major type programs were also offering uh, as well. But those were the only two big ones. He ends up choosing IU. Obviously, a depth signing. uh, But we saw last season, IU needed that depth when the injury bug uh, ravaged the defense. But an intriguing name, again, maybe a little deceiving. Sounds great on paper to see to uh, see that IU lands a recruit from a transfer from Bama, but comes with an asterisk, maybe a little bit of a caveat. He still walked on at Bama, and they don't just take anybody, but uh, he was not a scholarship player, even somebody that, uh, maybe he might've been on scholarship, but he was not somebody that was playing is a better way of putting it. Uh, so we'll be interested to see if he gets any action, but he is someone, the Hoosiers landed this, uh, weekend 
Last thing to touch on, Victor Oladipo has an opponent for the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics blew out Milwaukee on Sunday, which means Oladipo and the Heat are going to be taking on the Boston Celtics. And I think a lot of ways this is not a terrible thing for Oladipo because the Celtics have a number of guards and perimeter players uh, that Oladipo could see minutes against. Uh, This Boston team is one that shoots lots of three-pointers. On Sunday, they made lots of three-pointers. So I think it might lend itself to some minutes for Oladipo. Uh, They tend to play a little bit smaller. They don't have a traditional big man. Al Horford is someone that plays a lot of quote-unquote center for them, but he's very versatile. Robert Williams is their center, but he's been hurt and kind of on again, off again playing. So a lot like Kyle Lowry with the Heat. I hear you guys. You guys might be a little worn out on some of the Victor Oladipo coverage. We'll move it to the backseat for now in case something, or in, unless something big happens and he has a huge game, individual game. But we'll, we'll keep giving updates, but we're going to move it to the back end of the podcast. I hear you. You guys are, 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 uh, worn out with the Oladipo stuff. So we'll keep you updated, but maybe not on the front of every podcast. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. We will be back with you this week, as I said, continuing to give updates on Trace Jackson Davis and how he's doing in the Combine. Also continuing some offseason stuff. We started it last week uh, with Thursday and Friday's episodes looking at potential breakout players this offseason for the men's and women's basketball team. Go listen to that if you haven't already. Now, make your second listen Locked On Big Ten with Nate Dickinson. I'm on there weekly. I was on there last week, last Thursday, talking women's basketball in the Big Ten Conference and where things stand in this offseason. If you guys want your daily Big Ten fix as well, Nate has a different guest host. Join him from around the network, uh, the Big Ten Network, each day as they provide the latest news and analysis in the Big Ten. So go give them some love, and you can listen to me once a week as well. Appreciate all the love and the feedback. As you heard, I listen. I will change things up if you guys want to. Uh, If you guys don't love what's going on, or if you do, let me know so I know what you want to hear and um, when you want to hear it. Follow us on Twitter, at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Leave a rating and review. Helps us out a ton. Most importantly, though, guys, I want everybody listening to have a superb Monday and LEO.